there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. All right. All right. All right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. Woo! What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. How you doing? How you doing? Um, I have a question for you, Jason Stewart. I got a question for you, America. I got a question for you, John Ramos. Okay, here's, here's the honest question that I have. Okay, uh, the honest question that I have is, do you beat yourself up over bad decisions that you've made in life? I think about them every once in a while, but I don't beat myself up over them. Okay, well, what about you, Jace, too? No, I don't beat myself up. Okay. Um, now, I now, do. Now, now, are you talking about like... Life decisions anything. that you look back on or anything or, or yesterday anything. I did something I in the moment I really am tough on myself, but I thought you were talking about like lifetime regrets and stuff. Um, uh, in the moment I get really pissed off at myself. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do a terrible job of beating myself up. I just do. Um, I do a really bad job of I'm, I'm basically like the Democratic Party. When I do something dumb or make a bad decision, I just get ra- I rail myself over it and I don't celebrate the good decisions I've made. Right. I just don't like I just 
a good decision is just a, uh, or is a bad decision? Man, I wish I, does that, am I making sense? I don't know if I'm expressing myself properly. Like I, I have a tendency in life. I like to focus on the positive and not the negative, but in terms of my own decisions, the things that I've done wrong from what I've ordered to grandiose life decisions and contracts to something I've said to somebody I care about to whatever, like, and it maybe came across wrong. All of those things. I, I kick my own ass over. So that's what you're dealing with. Yesterday, I made a series of great decisions and I couldn't be prouder of it. And I was rewarded for those decisions. That's the other thing is sometimes you make a decision, you're not rewarded for it. And by being rewarded, as those of you who listened yesterday know, I went to the Rams Raiders game, but I was rewarded on a multitude of levels. Like, you know, um, obviously I, I stayed where our office is cause we had a holiday party and the holiday party is super chill. It's just basically like, Hey, you got, for, you got a couple of drink tickets and there's some, some foods, but it's more just, Hey, let's just see each other. Cause we all have lives. And in radio, you almost never see any of the other hosts and you very rarely see a boss unless it's like big decision time. You know, in this case, sales was there. I don't know what total traffic is, but I've met people that are total traffic. I actually think I do know what it is, but whatever. Uh, bosses were there. Mid-level executives were there. Engineers were there. And uh, LeVar was there. Uh, Rob Parker was there. Cavino. Uh, was Cavino or Rich there? It was only one of the two. Steve Cavino uh, was there. Yeah. Steve Cavino was Steve Cavino was there. Rich was not. Um, and Mike Harmon was there as well. So, like... I, I felt rewarded for, and everybody's like, dude, you got to go. You're going to the game. You got traffic and traffic sucks. I'm not going to sit there and lie to you. But then I, I decided to go to the game because I had made a commitment to my buddy. My buddy was like giving me name is Rob. And Rob's like giving me all these outs. Like, don't worry about it. If you don't want to make it. The game sucks. I get it. It's traffic. I understand. You got a holiday party. It's okay. Like several texts. I'm like, dude, I said, I'm coming. I love the. I, it was a 50 yard line seat. I want to go to the game. I just, I'm not going to bail on my holiday party before I spend some meaningful time. I'm not going to do the walk in, have a drink and Italian exit. And people go, what happened to Gottlieb? Even though everybody was giving me the out. So I drive down the 405, which at, uh, I left at 445 is probably the dumbest idea of all time. Right. And I'm texting and calling a bunch of other people. I roll into the stadium, but here's where I was rewarded. I got to the game mid second quarter. No one charged me for parking. And, and, and if you've been to an NFL game, it's one thing if you've been to a, a SoFi game, like that's saving you a hundred bucks. I roll in, I see the, one of Derek Carr's interceptions. Uh, the halftime show was cool, unique. The Rams vibe is totally different than the Chargers vibe in the exact same stadium. And then I sat and watched the second half. And though there were mel- multiple opportunities to leave, uh, me and, Rob and a couple of his buddies were sitting there going like, you know, this is still kind of a game. They could, the Raiders do collapse. I was with a couple of Raider fans. And I was like, you know, this might still be a game. Then of course they scored to make it 16, nine. And the fact that the spread was six and a half made the extra point a lot more interesting. The extra point goes in. I go, you know, this game's not totally over. People left I'm like, nah, most people stayed. And then I was rewarded with an unbelievable 98 yard game winning touchdown drive. Which leads us to the main topic of the day, which is what the fuck were the Raiders actually doing? And I don't think Baker Mayfield's a starting quarterback next year in the league. 
but this is like a one-hit wonder. He's not a one-hit wonder, right? He's led a team to playoffs. He's been a number one overall pick, blah, blah, blah. But it's one of those deals where, and I saw this somewhere on social media last night, like when you, 30 years from now, Sean McVay, will he talk about his Super Bowls? Yeah, probably. But he'll also probably go like, you know, there was this Thursday night game where Baker Mayfield was in town for 48 hours. And it wasn't just that he learned and executed the offense. He executed the two-minute drill, which is unbelievable. Unbelievable. And there was a game-winning touchdown pass when we had no timeouts left. And, you know, don't have our top two wide receivers, our top running back, the offensive line's a mess. And while the Raiders aren't great, especially in their back end, and I have no idea why they were in press man coverage with 15 seconds to go in a game where you play zone, you keep everybody in front, you tackle, you might only have to defend for one play. Um, that, that was among the most amazing sporting events I've been to because it was so bad for so long, but ended up in such crazy fashion. I felt rewarded for it. And I actually, and because, and like, look, here's the other part to it. Um, I don't know how you guys are. I don't usually leave games early, but the traffic is so bad at some of these games that when they're out of hand, you know, it was one of those where had I gotten to the game early, tailgated, drank some beers, had food, drank some more beers, whatever. By the time I got to the third quarter or early in the fourth quarter, when the beers had worn off, I would have been sleepy. I would have been grumpy. I've been ready to get the fuck out of there. But because I just showed up and really sat down in my seats at halftime, I was energized. I actually stayed around and we let everybody else clear out the same. They actually pushed us out because we were just kind of soaking it up. We were watching Baker do the Amazon interview and we were just talking about what we just saw and walked out to the car and talked some more because there was just no traffic, whatever. And I was still home by 930. So I had myself a hell of a night. Um, the Baker thing was incredible. The truth be told, he looked like a guy most of the game who just got the playbook two days ago. And, you know, a couple of his balls weren't great for the balls that he threw. Sorry, pause in that moment. But a couple of the, like the out route to, to, to Tutu uh, Atwell, he threw two in a row. They were kind of wobblers. They, they don't have a lot of life on him. He is little. He's not a great athlete. Like all of the things that have led him to being now a kind of a journeyman quarterback were there. But the heroic nature of that win was nothing short of incredible. And the re- remarkable level of collapse from the Raiders for the fourth time this year is stunning. Not surprising because it's happened before, but the fashion which and who it was against, stunning. So that was, that was my night last night. All right, ask away there. Uh, Ramos, I'll tell you this. I... Here's the thing. An outsider to L.A. watches the Rams and Charger games and goes, look at a bunch of losers. They don't show up. They don't care. Again, I I continue to contend that we have a great football fan base in Southern California. They just it's really hard when the Rams were away for 20 years. You know, the Chargers were the rival for 50 years. And the Raiders, though they only were in L.A. for, well, they came to L.A. in the early 80s, right, like 81, and they left in the mid-90s. Well, they're only there for like 15 years. They won a Super Bowl. They were kind of iconic culturally at the time. 
Right? They were the forbidden fruit. You weren't allowed to wear Raider gear because the gang, uh, um, uh, the 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 seen as gang paraphernalia. So it's like forbidden fruit to have this gear. Um, and they just they've always been on the LA market and they've always been entertaining. And it was most of the people who were adults now, in your childhood, the Raiders were LA's team. Right? Does it make sense? So, um, plus, obviously, it's a very big Hispanic uh, fan base with the Raiders and with the Rams. Um, matter of fact, like the the DJ was the at halftime, they had a DJ and a light show. And it was really cool, but it wasn't all, like a lot of some of it was Spanish music, not just. And then they they do some other like they do a great job. The Rams do a great job of integrating Spanish speaking fans to where you feel like it's your team. And the Raiders obviously do, do do it as well. And it plays to the fan base. Chargers games are very, very different in the feel. And I think they both play to their fan base, the demo of their, their fan bases. But it was it was just a cool, cool night. All right, Jay Stu, you go. You just, you just empty. I emptied the tank. You go. There's other things I got in the game, but you go. Let's see. The game was uh, dog shit for most of it. Almost just about unwatchable. Same as, ironically, same as the Monday night game, um, where you just don't even want to watch it anymore. It was Monday night, right? The Tom Brady comeback? Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, this magic in a bottle, like, it was a lot of the Raiders, I thought. You could see the Raiders imploding. There was that uh, unsportsmanlike conduct on the final drive where the defensive player knocked the ball out of Baker's hands. He didn't have to do that. 15-yard penalty that was initially a sack. Uh, stuff like that made a huge difference on that drive. Uh, but, you know, I'm... I'm not one of these guys that 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 has always that has been killing Baker Mayfield uh, for the last year or so. So I don't. It's not that I openly root for the guy. So watching these these little moments, I mean, that's kind of what we all are in this business for. It's what we watch sports for. Like that final drive was incredible. It was incredible. Uh, the uh, it was Jerry Tillery, who's a former Charger, former Charger first round right. pick who knocked the ball out of his hands. And, um, uh, and, you know, it's interesting, right? Like, like Tillery, it, it's a, it's a play that's, it's like, it's kind of an automatic where you're trying to get to the line of scrimmage. I couldn't see it in the stadium. So exactly what took place. Did he, was it pretty obvious that Baker was trying to give the ball to the official or to place the ball and he knocked it out of his hands or was it yeah, in John, any way? John, borderline? you saw it probably too, right? My read on it was they just suffered a sack and then, but and the Rams wanted to get up to the line, so Baker like kind of held the ball in his hand right. until he was there, and he just knocked it out of his hand. Yep. Flag. Um, what's crazy about it is, if that doesn't happen, I don't think anything else can happen because it's not just the yardage that they got back; it's that they, um, uh, it's that the clock also stopped. Right, it was because I'm. I was sitting there, and he gets sacked with a minute twenty to go, and I was thinking to myself, like, "Ooh, that could be, that could be the game." I mean, there's a lot of things that that didn't make sense. You you go back the play before the punt, which put him on the two yard line. It was fourth and one from the Raiders' forty nine yard line, and I was thinking to myself, "Josh McDaniels, go for it. You you get one yard, you win the game." And what we were all talking about it. We're like, why wouldn't you go for it here? And they were like, well, and I was like, well, what would Belichick do? Once, once Belichick went for it, right? Colts, Patriots, 
They went for it, didn't get it in their own territory. Colts came back and beat them. And of course, McDaniels was there at that time. But I was just thinking like, look, if you go, this is the old, like, why do I have to defend the whole field or defend 80 yards when I can get one yard and win the game? That would have happened. So there's, there's more to it than even that last drive. But the last drive, there were two penalties on the Raiders, right? The penalty that preceded the unsportsmanlike penalty was first down was an incompletion. Second down was the exact same play. They threw a 2-2 out well. It was completion. Uh, then it was first down. I think, then I think maybe they, he scrambled for it. They ran for it. They got the first down. And then it was pass interference on the Raiders where they, they if you remember, they intercepted the ball, but then it was an easy P.I. call. And then, you know, you're like, okay, well, now they kind of have a chance because the P.I. call moves the ball, but also stops the clock. They had no timeouts. And he goes back to pass and he gets sacked, minute 20 to go, and they have no timeouts and the penalty's called. Crazy ending. John, your turn. Go ahead. Yeah, I was with you. Uh, Josh Jacobs has been pretty dominant the last couple of weeks. I'm going to give him one yard, you know, if you go for it. Though his hand was hurt, right? I'm not sure if that affects what goes on there. But, yeah, Josh Jacobs is a guy... Give him the ball. He probably goes for a yard or two, and the game's over, right? Pretty much. Right then and there. You know, it's funny. The the last drive, Baker Mayfield made his first throw out of the end zone was a pass that just eluded the, the wide receiver. And I'm like, okay, now it's second and 10. They threw the exact same play, and he threw it at him, and he caught it and went from there. I mean, so they pretty much said, look, I know you didn't hit him that time, but let's try it again. And maybe you'll hit him this time, and he did. So they got a couple of of, of generous plays. The like you said, the the personal foul and a, the couple of the plays up the field, the offsides, it helped him. But that throw he threw to Van Jefferson at the end to win to win the game was was right on the mark. I mean, it was right there, touchdown. So I was excited to watch it. You know, as a Rams fan, it excited me. So you know. I think, is he the, the answer for the Rams? Probably not. I mean, Matt Stafford's obviously the guy that's there, but it was, it was fun for, for at least a night, right? Oh, it was totally fun. It was totally fun. It was super, super fun. Um, and it's weird, right? There's, there's two teams that are not going to the playoffs. The Rams are an abject disaster. There's no reason that that game should be memorable, but we'll be honest, it's Baker Mayfield. It's the Rams. It's Thursday night. It's the Raiders. I was there. Um, and then there's the, the, how did he, I mean, two days is, I, I, I got together today with a friend of mine who's in the NFL and he just kept muttering to himself, how the hell did he do two minute drill? You know, like you can, the plays you can call and McVay was clearly in his ear up until the 15 second cutoff. And you can even take a look early at what you want to get to, but two minute drill is really hard and they figured it out and it was really remarkable. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Bill Krakenberger joins us. He's a professional sports better along with Jeff Schwartz, Brian No, co-host of Fox Sports Radio's Countdown. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare hey it's jonas knox job searching can be a lonely process endless searching phone calls that go nowhere applications that vanish it's time for a better way to find a job express employment professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust and they never charge a fee to help with your job search go to expresspros.com to find the office near you each year tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of express employment professionals and express helps people find all kinds of jobs from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Kickoff presented by BetMGM. It's every Sunday morning. Tune in Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, and they get you all the way to kickoff on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app. All right, Bill, let's uh, let, let's start with you. You get to your you go your pick of the week, then I'll give my pick of the week. You go first. It's that someone got some satisfaction out of that game last night because I'll tell you what it did to me. That cost me eighty six thousand dollars because Uh-oh. I'll tell you how it cost. I'll tell you how it cost me that. Okay. I'm in the survivor pool here. It's worth six point one million. We were down to seventy one people, and I had the Raiders. So that, instead of going on, I am one of the guys that are out of the pool now. All year survived up until uh, week 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 fourteen, and we were down to seventy one people. And you divide the six point one million by that, it's around eighty eighty five grand. So that was a tough one to swallow, and I did not watch the game, but I heard about the end, and, and uh, I did see it was 16-3. to 3. I probably thought I was easily going to be rooting against some people this weekend, but so I'm out of that pool for the year, so I guess it was a, it was a good run anyway. How did you um, not I, – I, did you pound the under in that game? That 42 no, was, the, I, I didn't was the pound total. The under. I just... No, I didn't. It was 44-and-a-half when I woke up at like 5.30 in the morning. I went down to as low as 41-and-a-half. You are right. It was a under game. They uh, – that the sharp guys were on that, and even the even the public was all over the under. So. I, I just I didn't I don't understand, and I don't know how the line makers do what they do. But how could you look at a Raiders team that had two options, a dysfunctional offensive line, and and look at the Rams? Especially my thing was you look at the Rams. Like in order to get to forty two, the, the Rams got to be able to score a little bit, and obviously they scored late. But I just thought as even if it's a blowout, which you know the six and a half point line didn't like. Any, any line that's seven, so in order to get to 40, right, you're talking about getting, 
you know, uh, 24 to 7. Like, I just didn't see the Rams being able to – either team be able to score that much. It was maybe because of the, the defenses, but that was a, that was tough. All right, give me your, give me your and pick. And by the way, you're spot on. You had to count uh, for the Rams scoring points to get to that number. Even the live line, when they were up 13 to 3, which plenty of time in the game, even the live line was still 42. So it was still pretty uh, – you know, you're absolutely right. They, they, you had to be dependent on the other team scoring points. They didn't score too late. But okay, um, let's get on. To, let's get on to, to this week. Um, I'm going to start out with a with a team that uh, most people, listen, most of my teams that I I, I do like or play are going to be the ugly teams. I think this is a perfect spot for Denver and Kansas City to overlook this game. Literally, I've seen this in the past. I've seen, uh, you know, Jacksonville beat Buffalo when they were 17-point favorites when they overlooked them to the next game. You might have the same spot here. Chiefs 9-3, and three, clearly the dominant force in the AFC West. And, you know, you have the, you have, you have, um, the Broncos at 3, I think they're 3-9, and 3-9, and nine, um, trying to salvage the season a little bit. I think we'll get a good game, a better game out of the Broncos, especially in the first half here. Um, I, I would look for maybe KC to even overlook this game. So that's some, that, that's the way I'm leaning early right now on on uh, on that one. So I don't know if you had that one on your charts. Um, I I did not have the, you. So wait, you you're taking the Broncos? Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think this is a good spot for the Broncos. I think Kansas City uh, possibly overlooks this game. This is a perfect letdown spot for for the game. I think that Denver. Denver may uh, surprise them here. Not not one an outright, outright victory, but you never know. We are in the year of upsets here in the NFL. Well, okay, so so underdogs. obviously Denver's defense is very good. I look yep. at that game and I'm the total is is what jumps out at me, right? The most points the Broncos have scored all year long is 23 points when they lost to the Raiders. They scored 21 uh, going back to November, November 30th, they scored 21. Since then, they have not scored more than 16 points in their last four games. And they haven't been playing the murderer's row, right? We're talking Titans, Raiders, Panthers, Ravens. Having 16 sure. points and took overtime for them to get they had 16 points in that, that Raiders game. So uh, my issue with that game is if you think it's going to be close, don't you got to take the under because doesn't that mean it's a low scoring game? I would favor the, even though it opened up 41 and a half and got bet up to 44 where it stands now, I would probably lean towards the under in that game too. Because if I'm betting an underdog, I, I normally want to keep a tight, close game and a low scoring game. So you're, you're spot on there. Exactly right. Okay. So uh, my pick of the week is, is different than your pick of the week. Um, and I actually feel kind of super confident about it. Um, I think the Buffalo Bills are going to smack the the New York Jets. I I just I just do. I don't see well, how the Jets factor from earlier in the season or something are you? Um no, I just I think Mike White kind of got exposed a little bit, right? Weather's right. going to be cold. Buffalo it, the weather doesn't affect Josh Allen really all that much. And the Bills right. went through, you know, they went through a month there where they weren't playing great football. You know, and I you come out the other side and now they're confident. Now it's kind of closing time. They have three games left at home. They want to get that first round by. I think they pound the Jets. That's the one that looked up. I know it's 10, and no one ever wants to touch a big line, but it's that way for a reason. I think the Bills open up a can on them. A lot of the sharp guys agree with you. Someone bet it down originally in the nine. Yesterday, yesterday I know uh, there's, there's only two syndicates that I know of, and that's sports betting syndicates, of course, that bet uh, NFL sides. And the one syndicate did bet Buffalo yesterday, minus the nine, up to 10. And, uh, 
Yeah, you know, this will be an interesting, interesting game after Buffalo lost to the Jets earlier in the season. The Jets were kind of on a roll for a while, though. They have pretty good second half of the season schedule. And even last week, I thought they should have won that game versus Minnesota. Um, it, the Jets have been playing pretty good, though. I wouldn't be surprised, though, for a letdown game. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe maybe Buffalo, uh, they've been playing a little bit better. They got, you know, maybe um, they got proven that they weren't, uh, you know, beginning of the season. I mean, I would never bet anyone at four to one or three and a half to one. But the Buffalo was three and a half to one favorite to win the Super Bowl. I mean, this was the dominant force in the NFL. They ran into a couple teams and they proved they were human. And uh, so let's see what happens in that game. I, I do it. The game right above it is an interesting game. Maybe one of the games of the week. Minnesota-Detroit opened up. Detroit was a home dog getting a point, point and a half. Quickly got bet in the other way. Detroit was minus two and a half. And now they're minus, minus one and a half. I think this will be a, uh, also a good game. Looks like it should be a high-scoring affair. It did get bet down from 53 and a half down to 51. But um, I kind of lean... I kind of leaned over in the first half in this Detroit-Minnesota game. Uh, in 26, I, 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 like, I like betting first half overs more than full game overs because it's a pure number. I think I said it before on the show. It's a, it's a pure number. I want to go over a pure number. I don't want to go over a number where I, in the fourth quarter I have to depend on a team that's winning by double digits, scoring, and not running the clock out and running the ball. So that should be another high-scoring affair. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Seattle over Carolina feels too good to be true at three and a half. Yeah, that, that, I can't believe that game dropped like that. You know, one of one of the sharp sports books that put the line out here, they opened even though there was another sports book that opened up four and a half, they opened up five and a half. They're they're the leaders too. They they, they kind of know where they where the line normally should set. Well, right now that same sports book's down to three and a half. So and being the total is under forty five, I, I I would like to buy it to three. Um, that's the keyest number in the NFL. Not worth what it used to be worth before analytics and the, the 10, 10 yards uh, more for the extra point. But I could see Seattle this being a good spot for Seattle. I was actually hoping to win my Raiders uh, money line, obviously, last night. All I needed them to do was win. No point spread for the survivor because most of the field this week, because they already used the big teams, they already used Kansas City, they already used Buffalo, can't use them again. They're going to be using Seattle. So we're going to have a lot of people in the survivor pool on Seattle this week. And uh, this line just keeps dropping and dropping. And, you know, honestly, this is not that there's two teams going in two different directions, but Seattle's fighting for a playoff berth here. Um, I, you know, I, I love the coach there. He's up for uh, coach of the year. He's about 10 to 1 to get coach of the year. This is a big game for them, though. Now, now that we're in week 14, they're going to have to keep winning now to, to get to gain a playoff berth. Bill Krakenberger, join us. Of course, he's a professional sports gambler. He uh, lost in the survivor pool because he had the Raiders. I don't know why you. I mean, you're not you're not you're not helping. Like I can tell people how successful you are when you had the Raiders. Although it's the Rams last night, I get it. Uh, people are going to start to question you, Bill. That's just what they're that just just what they're what they're going to do. Let's. Yeah, um, I, I could have used Seattle. I, I, it was either but Seattle or because I already used Buffalo. I already used KC. It was either Seattle or the Raiders. I hate using a road team. Uh, I, I, I had another entry that I lost uh, recently with the with the the the, 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 way, uh, the Detroit Lions versus the Giants. These are games that are so teeter totter to me. You have there's so much strategy 
in a survivor pool because Christmas week is, is also its own Christmas day. Uh, you have to pick from those three games. That's its own week. So you have to save certain teams for that day. I was going to save Miami. And, you know, there's so much. Stra- I, w- I went to bed last night. I wasn't even, like, depressed or anything. But, you know, if I think about it, my God, what a spot I would have been in rooting against uh, Seattle for $6.1 million this week. And uh, it just happens, and we go on with it, though. A true professional, the mark of a true professional is getting up the next day and betting games and, and not even thinking about what could have been because that, that leads you to chase. It leads you to go out of your bankroll management, your skill sets that you've learned along the way. That's more important than anything else. I don't bet games because they're on TV. I don't bet games because my friends are going to root for them. I bet games because I have a statistical, mathematical, analytical advantage. So, anyway, that's it. <laughs> um, the the Niners are sitting at three and a half sure. with Brock Purdy as a rookie quarterback. Tampa doesn't appear to have a good offense, and – their defense cannot stop the run. Can't stop the run. And the one thing we know that the Niners are going to try and do and generally can do is run the football. What do you think of that number at three and a half? Wow. This is, now, this probably is the game of the week that everyone wants to see, though. So, San Fran, backup quarterback. You know, Jimmy G was a team leader in that locker room. Boy, that locker room was a mess after that game. Even though they won, they were just so down, so depressed, so in the dumps. That's the team leader. He did announce that he may come back. Doctors announced he may come back for the playoffs. So how can he be at full strength? So they have a good backup quarterback, though. This kid was uh, really good in college. And, and look, just look at the spread. This The spread three and a half. They're still favorite. They are home. They're playing, uh, you know, the magical Tom Brady, who had, you know, a, a magical comeback again last week. But they're not the team they used to be. They're also fighting for a playoff spot. I'll, I'll be staying away from this game, but I'll tell you one thing. This is probably the game of the week to watch, and it's probably the right number. There's some threes now that are creeping up on my screen where I keep like 40 or 50 different sports books. Open up a four, down to three. Three is probably the right line. So if I'm betting Tampa Bay, I definitely want to get the hook. I want to get the three and a half. And if I'm betting San Fran, I want to look for that book that's laying the three. Bill Krakenberger. Of course, you can hear him on Countdown to Kickoff on Fox Sports Radio, presented by BetMGM, along with Brian No. Uh, and Jeff Schwartz every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, right up until kickoff. Bill, uh, listen, there'll be better days than last night. Hopefully it's this <laughs> Sunday. And we appreciate your transparency in, uh, in how you manage things so that you don't get too high, don't get too low. Thanks so much for being our guest. Thanks for having me on. Have a great weekend. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. And now let's get to what the Fox said. And now. (laughs) What does the Fox say? Colin Coward had this to say. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for. Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today about last night's game. You know, all these owners now are billionaires. So they get more impulsive. They get more in da- demanding. And it's easier to fire a coach now. You're seeing coaches run out after a year. Team owns them $30 million. That's what the owner owes them. That's a rounding error. $40 million for a billionaire. It's a rounding error. Didn't used to be that way. You got two years, three years. Owners hated when their net worth was $600 million to write that $40 million check. Now they're worth $2.9 billion, $7.8 billion. They just fire people. But that means there's more pressure. Um, And so some of these standalone games have been really bad. And I've thought about why are there so many bad football games this year? There's been some great ones, but there's a lot of bad ones. And I think a lot of it is coaches get fired faster. Coordinators get fired faster. We rush quarterbacks to play and they're not ready. There's some bad football out there. Um, And that was a bad football game last night. The only reason it was watchable was Baker Mayfield. He's right. I don't know. Is it Baker Mayfield, the idea of the Raiders choking again, all of those things made it harder and harder and harder to watch. No, no questions asked. Um, I mean, all, all the other things made it hard to watch. Uh, but I, I, I do think it's Baker. I think it's fair to say, you know, I mean, has here, here's a question. I don't know. I haven't researched. It has to be the only team in NFL history to have two quarterbacks on the roster that were number one overall picks, doesn't it? Has that ever happened before? I can't think of it ever happening before. I have to have to look. But yeah, a guy who was, he was a number one overall pick, a toast of the town, and then obviously the trade to Carolina and then being released by Carolina and all of that. Yeah, the Baker Mayfield story was was big. Um, I don't think it's the val- how much the owners are worth that changes how they go in and out of quarterbacks or, or, or cut guys, whatever. I think it's that 
um, a couple of things. One, that money is all set aside. Like that doesn't actually, with the exception of the Raiders, who are the cash poor team, um, you know, all that money is set aside. So it doesn't affect, doesn't affect an owner's wealth to cut a guy. It has no effect. Like they look at it as whatever, $150 million in cash. That's budgeted. That's spent. Whether you buy a guy out or, you know, pay some of his salary, play elsewhere, that, that, that doesn't matter. It's, I, there's no luxury tax here. I don't have to go above and beyond. I don't think that's in any way the case. I do think, though, it's that they understand playing a guy just because of how much he makes is a drain. But also, look at how many teams have been rebuilt and built and built for consistency around young quarterbacks on a rookie contract. That, if you can find a young guy who can play... And it's on a rookie deal. And then if he's on a, if he's a second round or, or lower pick where it's not a four year guarantee with the fifth year option. Now you're really killing it. That's what I think. That's what I truly think is, uh, is behind it. Um, this is uh two pros and a cup of Joe talking about Hen and hooker getting overlooked for the Heisman. A lot of people were saying that hooker should have been up for the Heisman as opposed to Stetson Bennett. And then, you know, the comeback to that would be, well, he ended up getting injured. Well, like, what, second to last game of the season? So we just right. forget about it's everything terrible, else he's done. A, and by the way, I'm, I'm in that campaign. It's not, it's not to take away from what Stetson Bennett's done. It's just, okay, let's look at what this team has been with Hendon Hooker this year. Tennessee was a part of that conversation for the top overall team. It's absurd to think that he wasn't the best player, didn't have one of the best wins this year, and shouldn't be a part of the Heisman conversation over Stetson Bennett. Like I, I'm sorry, like it's just it's unfair to Hendon Hooker to at least not get a chance to go out and be a part of all that. It's hard to win awards, man. It's hard to win awards. Tell me about it. Yeah. yeah, it's hard. There's so many people, There's so many be good and you know it's like so many agendas too for some of these people voting yeah yeah that's the other thing right yeah it's hard to win an award man i'm telling you yeah because i saw it's every year though it's like every year that that you just see it's like what well here's the easiest sentence let me let me help these guys out and this is what i was i was actually thinking we were talking about last night i was at the game and we were talking about the heisman trophy there has not been one single moment, and because Hendon Hooker came out in the votes, he actually finished fifth, right? They, they, they released that last night. There hasn't been one moment in college football where anyone of any substance has said, you know who the best player in college football is? Stetson Bennett. There has been with Hendon Hooker. There has been with Caleb Williams. There has been with all these other guys, not with Stetson Bennett. That's the part that really feels awkward that he's going to be there and clearly not going to win. Who's the most annoying person in sports? Let's find out. And now, it's your annoying. Who you got there, uh, Jason Stewart? Hey, this is the uh, the time of the year where uh, free agents in baseball who got a ton of money, they do their press conferences and they try to convince us that money had nothing to do with it. Uh, Jacob deGrom assigned with the Rangers. The only reason you're ever signing with the Rangers is for the money. I, um, check A-Rod 2002, I think it was. The Rangers have never won a championship. They're the most nondescript team in, in the sport. If they were to be uh, deleted tomorrow, I don't think anybody would care. I've never met a Rangers fan. 
again. Jacob deGrom um, said this at his press conference yesterday. You know, we were in contact with, with the Mets, and the Rangers did a great job of, of constant communication and, and making me feel like they really wanted me here. So, um, you know, and the, the vision was the same. Um, build something great and win year in and year out. No, the, the vision was the same, and this was their vision. Rangers have money to waste, and you have money to spend. That's the vision. Jacob DeGrom, you're annoying for trying to make us believe anything else. I love that. I, I, I do love that. Especially, you got a new GM. They're a bad franchise. They're in the same division as the Astros, who are clearly better and going to continue to be better than them. You know, I went to the highest bidder. How about, how about that? The only guy I can remember doing that was, um, God, what's his name? Uh, Granky. Zach Granky. Zach Granky is the only guy. To go like I would have gone anywhere for two hundred million dollars. I don't actually care. I mean, he went to he went to the Diamondbacks. Remember the that's Diamondbacks, what it was. Yeah, yeah. and then the Diamondbacks. And they asked he, him why, and he told you why. <laughs> Pretty much. He also said that uh, they have great sunsets there. And he was coming from L.A. We have pretty good sunsets, too. Um, hey, Stanford football is annoying. You know why? Because uh, they didn't do enough to impress Jason Garrett. They didn't come up with enough money. Jason Garrett went on his Twitter last night and basically thanked them for the process. But he's sticking with his TV analyst work on NBC, which is bad for us. Ah. He's not good. And he has that creepy look that's become a meme. Uh, Stanford football, you're annoying for not doing enough to get Jason Garrett. Okay, I think he wrote that because he wasn't getting the job, and the whole day was about, hey, he wants another job and willing to go to college. That's why it. That's why he was announced as one of the finalists, and then you know he pulled out. You only pull out because you're not getting the job. Um, so I do think that that whole thing is annoying, but I, my, my, it's annoying for a different reason for me. I, saying you're you're not going to take a job that you weren't going to get is is annoying. Uh, but you got one more, which I think is probably the winner. What is it? A, a repeat of the week. It's amazing. Um, so on, I think it was Tuesday, one of the finalists for this uh, segment was people that say just just drew it up because it's an easy laugh and they think they're being funny. Kind of like when a waiter goes up to you and you just like cleaned your plate and you yeah. ate it fast and the waiter like inevitably all, huh? says... Yeah, you obviously hated it. To get that cheap laugh, you know, he's used it like four yep. times that same day. Uh, just just like we drew it up has become that a cliched, overused thing that gets people to laugh. Uh, Tom Brady did it on Monday to an uproarious laughter from the press corps. And guess how, uh, guess how Sean McVay opened his press conference last night? All right, guys, just like we drew it up. Um... <laughs> Thank you, Sean McVay, for uh, proving my point. Uh, people who say just drew it up are um, unimaginative, lazy, and boring. At least the L.A. Uh, press wasn't as uh, overly laughable as less the, sycophants yes. in, in this yes. uh, in this press corps. Yeah, well, see, he's not he's not Tom Brady. You know, 15 years from now, he says the same thing, and he will get the same Tom Brady kind of reaction, right? Just like we drew it up. Oh, that's good. Uh, I don't think this is close. I think Sean McVay, just like we drew it up, b- because of the week, because of how it went down, because of the obviousness of the quote, Sean McVay, you're annoying! Oh, that's it for the In the Bonus podcast. You have yourself a great weekend. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Talk to you on Monday.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 